hearts, so I'm super excited to hear this. Heavenly Father, and Jesus our brother, and Holy Spirit our mother, please be here with us today. Please help my voice to last through this talk today, and please help us to all be blessed by what you have to say through me today. In your heavenly name I pray, amen. So, in the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was without form and void, and darkness covered over the face of the deep, and the Holy Spirit covered over the face of the water. Now, in my first verse, we see where the Holy Spirit speaks to us about being here with us on earth. Also, in John, he introduces being with the Son as well. So if I could have volunteers to read the two verses um, where we see the Father there making in dead creation, and then um, the Son and the Holy Spirit will both show where they were there with God as part of creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and the darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was covering over the face of the waters. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made. That was in him. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. Light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome. Proverbs um, 8, 1 through 4, and then 12 to, through 31. Does, does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? At the highest point along the way, where the paths meet, she takes her stand. Beside the gate, leading into the city, at the entrance, she, she cries out, cries aloud, to you, O people, I call out. Oops, yeah. I raise my voice to all mankind. I, wisdom, dwell together with prudence. I possess knowledge and discretion. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior, and perverse speech. Uh, counsel and sound judgments, judgments are mine. I have insight. I have power. By me, kings reign, and rulers issue decrees that are just. That are just. By me, prince, princes govern, and nobles, all who rule on earth. I love those who love me, and those who seek me find me. With with me are riches and honor, enduring wealth and prosperity. My fruit is better than fine gold. What I yield surpasses choice silver. I walk in the way of righteousness along the paths of justice bestowing a rich inheritance on those who love me and making their treasure, treasuries full. The Lord brought me forth as the first of his works. Before his deeds of old, I was formed long ages ago, at the very beginning when the world came to be. When there were no watery depths, I was given birth. When there were no springs overflowing with water, before the mountains were settled in place, before the hills, I was given birth before he made. Oh, I just kept going. Oh no, I know. I actually won. <laughs> I was like, I got inspired. Um, <laughs> before he made the world as or its fields or any of the dust of the earth, 
I was there when he set the heavens in place, when he marked out the horizon on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above, a fixed secure, above and fixed securely the fountains of the deep, when he gave the sea its boundary, so the waters would not overstep his command, and when he marked out the foundations of the earth. Then I was constantly at his side. I was filled with delight day after day, rejoicing always in his presence, rejoicing in his whole world and delighting in mankind. So here the Holy Spirit introduces herself. It starts out talking about how she dwells with prudence, how she was there with God at the beginning of time. And we know that the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit were there together at the beginning of the world when he created this, this world for us, when the Garden of Eden and the rest of the world was created. She was there with the Father and with the Son. And as part of that family unit, the Holy Spirit is our mother. When you look at a basic family unit, you generally, in the most basic sense of a family, you do see the father, the mother, and the son. And each of them has been presented here. The son talking about, it talked about at the beginning of the book of John, the word was God and the word was with God. And then the Holy Spirit introducing herself, um, showing us here in Proverbs that she was the first of God's creations that she was there, um, that God was the one who gave birth to her, and that she was there with him rejoicing in creation and in all of mankind. And so you see here that the, we are created in the image of the entire family of God, the father, the mother, and children. There, there aren't um, necessarily women who look like or are formed the same way as men. Likewise, there are not men who look like and are formed the same way as women. Um, there is also a woman as part of the Godhead. So you do have um, the, the image of adult men and women and the image of a child, all represented there in the Godhead. This is 5-2. Created them so under RC, there are John 3, 16 and 17, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. At the beginning of time, um, we, we did repeat here, God did create the world. He created a garden and he created humanity. God knew at that time the, the future price of corn. He knew what he was, was getting into by creating us because he knew that we were going to sin and that the wages of sin is death. So he had his son there with him. And as our big brother, um, with us being the babies adopted into this family, he said, you know, big brother, you're going to be the one who is going to be um, the atonement for the sins of your married little siblings. Um, they do not have the ability, because we're, we are giving them free will, they may choose to not maintain their perfection. And so you are going to embody perfection 
and you will have to take on death for them. And as part of this family, you are going to perform this action of taking on the death for the rest of the siblings. I'm going to read Romans 3, 23 and 24. It says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Jesus, by Christ Jesus. And then uh, Romans 8. Romans 8, 1 through 4, it says, Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was... For... <laughs> Sorry. For... <laughs> these eyes are not helping. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh... God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And in so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us. Do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Again, we see Jesus, our brother, took on the sinful nature and basically abolished that. Here again, we look at our mother, the Holy Spirit, who basically, we became sinful when we did whichever sins that, that we each performed. And then um, after the death of Jesus, um, he abolished sin and the Holy Spirit took us on and reformed us into the perfect nature of God once again and rebirthed us into this world. And we know that men don't give birth. That is the responsibility of our mothers. And, and so our mother, the Holy Spirit, rebirthed us back into the perfect image of God. it does say he in this instance and the um, Greek word that is used there um, it, it basically means the one who is coming to stand beside you it also means advocate um, it 
it means several different words and many of those words um, when I was just looking up information about the Greek translation which I will pronounce terribly wrong if I try to say it um, were, were kind of giving representative representation of the traits of a mother um, and so I think that the reason that it said he in this particular instance because any other instances where I see that the Holy Spirit is mentioned um, is either, either just mentioned as the Holy Spirit or when she talks about herself it, it talks about how she was there at the beginning of time um, she is clearly introduced as a woman said before she says I was birthed by God and I was there in his presence constantly delighting in mankind Spirit is discussed as being, um, aside from our mother, also as our comforter or our advocate, and she is also mentioned in another place where she is, is actually mentioned as he, um, that we do not know what, sometimes do not know what to say in prayer, but the Holy Spirit, it says there himself, um, prays for us in drones that cannot be understood. And one of the people in our lives that knows us the best, that knows what we need, and whose life and passion is directed towards us and our well-being is our mother. Um, and so the Holy Spirit is there for us to pray for us, to comfort us. Um, I mean, when my siblings, when my two older sisters went away to college for the first time, I was 15, and I was so distraught at 15, I literally spent three days crying. Um, and what I really, really needed was somebody to comfort me. Um, that was, unfortunately, the same year that my mother died. And I remember saying to one of my aunts, um, well, I don't have a mother anymore, but I do have two fathers. And, you know, I was looking to my Heavenly Father to also be a parent to me. What I didn't understand at the time was that I still had a mother. I had the Holy Spirit there who God sent to us to be our comforter, not just at the time that Jesus ascended into heaven, but it literally says um, in that verse in John that God is going to be with us forever in the form of the Holy Spirit, our comforter. And so now that I understand that I, I do still have my heavenly mother, it brings me so much peace and so much joy. Um, just like in the fruit of, fruits of the Spirit, you know, it's, um, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, long-suffering. Um, so these are, are some of the traits of the Holy Spirit. Um, what other traits of the Holy Spirit do any of you recall that we discovered today during this discussion? That's one. Wisdom. Okay. And also um, in Proverbs, she said that she dwells with prudence. Um, any other traits of the Holy Spirit? Um, 
Any others? Creatures there at the creation of the world. So I don't know if we can infer from that. I don't know if the spirit is creative or it gets the power to create, but find that good. And it did say that she was rejoicing in all of creation and delighting in the presence of God. So you know, she she exudes joy. Um, she enjoys being in the presence of her family. And it's very much like many of the traits of a mother. You know, our mothers guide us and try to, to teach us the right way to go. Um, mothers pray for us. Um, there's actually a book titled The Power of a Praying Wife. And so, you know, as, as the mother, she is also the wife of the father. Um, but our, our mothers, you know, they, they try to give us peace. They try to do things that will bring us joy. Um, the traits of the Holy Spirit very much align with the traits of mothers and of other women. And so I've come to know and understand and acknowledge the Holy Spirit as my mother in heaven. And it also shows me that each one of us, whether we are man, woman, or child, there is a representation of each one of us in the Trinity because that is our family. And we have been adopted into that family. And the Holy Spirit, being our mother, um, essentially birthed us into that adoption, even though that doesn't point fit between birth and adoption. It is a mother who brings new children into a family. Um, at, at this point, I very, very much want to see you guys part of a song that's based on the first part of Proverbs 4. I'm going to recite the lyrics because if I try to sing it, my voice will squeak and then it will completely disappear. But um, the song is called Garland of Graces by a band called Small Town Poets. And it's a father admonishing his son. Um, and we did talk about the Holy Spirit, um, one of her traits being wisdom. And Proverbs 4 also defines spirit as a woman. I mean, um, wisdom as a woman. And um, the song goes, won't you be a good boy? Listen closely and enjoy all the benefits that getting wisdom brings. Give her esteem. She is priceless and supreme. She will crown your head with more honor than kings. So get her, boy, and let yourself surrender. Run alone with her and never fall. She is wisdom and the most praiseworthy trait of all. Embrace her and the love she brings will save you to the Father's justifiable ways. She is wisdom waiting with her prize, garland of grace. And our mothers, um, those of you here who are mothers, those of you who have growing up with mothers. I know that my mother always liked to adorn me with pretty dresses and gifts and enjoyable things. And wisdom coming from the Holy Spirit provides us that garland of grace that we can be, be graced with the forgiveness, with the redemption through the death of our heavenly sibling, Jesus, and that we can return to heaven to be with our family forever. Heavenly Father, I thank you for just giving me the opportunity to talk to everyone here today um, about the, your entire family and how you have a way of understanding each of us 
whoever we are at whatever stage in life, whether we are man, woman, or child. And Holy Spirit, I thank you for being with us always, for coming to the earth, for leaving your family in heaven and coming here to be our comforter, to give us grace, to give us peace, and to bring us your wisdom. In your name I pray. So get her, boy, and let yourself surrender. Run along with her and never fall. She is wisdom and the most praiseworthy trait of all. Of them all, embrace her and the love she brings will save you. To the Father's justifiable ways, she is wisdom waiting with her prize, garland of grace.